0: Thirdly, look at uh, chapter four and verse 12. Salvation is seeing Christ as the only door to salvation. Neither is there salvation in any other, verse 12 says. There's no other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. Jesus is the only door. It's not Jesus plus anything. You understand, he's the only door. And we know and believe and trust and come and have entered through him. Salvation is also in chapter five. I love this one. This is Peter talking back to the religious people, and he says, if you're saved, salvation is finding that the Holy Spirit has changed my life. This morning, if you're saved, the Holy Spirit has changed your life. You, you have had, in fact, I, I had an incredible uh, little note this week. I was up in New York, and I got a note from someone, and they said, I'm heading off. I'm going to school, and uh, I grew up here, and I listened to messages for 20 years, But they said, I still know where I was sitting. And they told me they were between that door and that door on the back pew. And they said they were sitting there, and for the first time, they realized that Jesus was knocking on their heart's door and that he wanted to come in and change them from the inside out. Now, have you found that Jesus Christ has changed your life through his spirit. Look at what it says in, in verse 31. Him, this is Peter preaching away, God is exalted to the right hand to be prince and savior. That's Jesus. What does Jesus do? He gives repentance to Israel and forgiveness of sins, verse 32. And we are his witnesses. We know this has happened to us. And to us also is the Holy Spirit whom God has given to those who obey him. You see, There's an amazing, in the operating system God has designed called salvation, that those who come to Christ, God gives them an operating system that the Spirit of God changes them on the inside, that they want to obey God now. And the Holy Spirit changes us on the inside. Does that happen? Have you found the Holy Spirit has changed your life? Or did you do something? Did you pray something? Or did your parents tell you you prayed something? And you know down deep, nothing is different on the inside. In fact, it's getting worse and darker. And you, you, you kind of can hardly hear God's voice. It's so dim out there. In fact, you don't even know what you're doing here, some of you, this morning. There's a million places you'd rather be. See, salvation is when you realize the Holy Spirit's changed my life. How does he change our life? That's in chapter 8. Uh, this is fascinating. We receive a new heart. That's what 813 says. If you turn the page over there, and by the way, look at this. This is a before and after and and kind of like one of those demonstrations. I was stuck in one airport with endless flight delays, and I saw, I wish I could have gotten the name of it. You know how on the, the television they sell these products that are too hard to believe that they're possible, but it's a little tiny bottle this big. You put it on a cloth, and you rub it on your car, and when you rub it, your car looks newer than when you bought it. And it only costs nineteen ninety nine plus shipping and handling. And I saw that ad over and over, and I wonder if you wipe it on your hair, if it <laughs> comes back, you know. I mean I just I thought there's all kinds of things. I mean they took an old wreck and went like that, and that bumper became blazingly glowing. It looked like wow. Did you know that was fake or maybe it does something. I don't know if they allow fake stuff on TV, but you know what I mean. But salvation is real. Look what it says in 8.13. It says, then Simon believed and he was baptized and he continued. But look at verse 21. When Peter gets there to do a little examination of whether this belief in baptism is real, he says, you don't have part or portion in this matter. Why? For your heart is not right in the sight of God. You see, salvation is when I receive a new heart, a new operating system. You understand that? If I'm truly saved, at the center of my being radiates outward a brand new operating system that I wasn't born with and that my parents or my church or my friends cannot plant in me. Only God can put that operating system into me. So this morning, if you aren't sure you have a new heart, then you know what you have to do? You have to just reach out to the Lord. You know, Jesus, uh, the the hymn writer put it this way, softly and tenderly, Jesus is calling, calling to you and to me. He's, he's, He's saying, I want to give you a new operating system. I want to give you a new heart. And look what Peter says to him in verse 22. How do you get that new heart? Repent of your wickedness. Pray to God. Reach out to him. Perhaps he'll forgive you. Because verse 23, you are poisoned by bitterness. You are bound by iniquity. Anybody who claims to be a Christian who is poisoned and bound, Peter, in the authority of God, says, you don't have a new heart if you are poisoned with bitterness, if every part of your life is, you're embittered about everything in your life, and if you are bound by iniquity, you haven't got a new heart, Peter said. That's the gospel.